Yo, what's up? It's your boy Denari here, uh, one of the hosts of the Unbos Podcast. And before we get started, you know, with another episode of the Unbos Podcast, I wanted to let you guys know about Unheralded Media. Now, Unheralded Media is a media uh, outlet uh, started by my boy uh, Chris. Uh, shout out, Chris. Uh, it's for people who love uh, sports, love sports, love making content about sports, doing podcasts like I'm doing with the Unbos Podcast, or what um, my man Aiden is doing. Uh, he's doing like photography and stuff. But if you want to get involved with this sports collective, uh, hit up me or Chris um, and just let us know if you want to get involved. Uh, we're open to anybody who loves sports just as much as we do and really wants to find your voice in talking about sports or doing anything sports related. If that's Unheralded Media, uh, follow us on the IG at Unheralded Media. Uh, follow Chris. Um, and yeah, enjoy the episode. Peace. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Denari here. Before we get started with another episode of the Young Bulls Podcast, I wanted to let you guys know about a clothing company that y'all need to go check out. It's called Kirisu Clothing. Now, what is Kirisu Clothing? Kirisu Clothing is created, was created by my man Don. Shout out Don. Uh, it's a ton. It's a nice clothing brand. Uh, up and coming. He's really doing his thing over there. They got hoodies, shirts, and more things coming soon that you guys can go check out and go shop. Uh, the website. At this time, that you're listening to it, the website's not open, but what y'all can do to show support and continue to show love is to go check out his IG, Akira Sue Clothing, and look out for more drops coming soon. Akira Sue Clothing, man, go check out what my man Zion is doing. He's doing great things over there. That's Akira Sue Clothing. Tell him Denari sent you. And yeah, enjoy the episode. Peace. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Denari here. And if you're listening to this, that means you're tuning into the Young Bulls podcast. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Welcome back. New episode here at the Young Bulls Podcast. Uh, we wish you guys a happy new year. Uh, it's your boy Denari here. Uh, back at it again. Klingo, say what's up to the people, man. Man, it's your boy Klingo, man. Happy New Year's, everybody, man. Yeah, happy New Year's, happy New Year's. We got a star-studded show for you guys today. We got a lot to talk about, a lot of stuff around the NFL. And in the Week 18, then, you know, we got college football, college football national championship on Monday, so we're going to talk about that. And then we got you know, NBA talk in the midst of all this. But to start off, man, you see the jersey I got on. You see the jersey I got on, man. Uh, big game coming up Sunday for New Orleans Saints. If we win, we're in the playoffs. If we win and the Buccaneers lose, we're in the playoffs. Um, we play against or Atlanta. We, or if we oh, yeah. win and then uh, the Bears, we need the Bears to beat the Packers. Correct. And um, correct, correct. the Seahawks to lose to the Cardinals. Then we're- correct. Correct. So either one of those two ways, we're, we're in the playoffs. Um, obviously, uh, we played the Falcons earlier this season. We lost uh, one of our worst performances of the year. But heading into this week, 8-8, eight and eight, we have a chance to get into the playoffs, play either Dallas or Philly. So, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hyped. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. Uh, Quango, what you thinking? How you feeling about this game Sunday, man? How you feeling about our playoff chances? Look, man, I'm not going to lie. I think we're going to easily beat the Falcons. I'm not as worried about that. I'm worried more about the Buccaneers. 
I I don't know. I don't know. They had a horrible week, but I don't know. They have like um I think there were like they had like a five they had a crazy record. I forgot what it was, but they had a really good record against teams under five hundred and they're playing the Panthers who are under five hundred. But yeah, they're well below five hundred. Yeah. And then with the I think our best chance to get in is a Cardinals win because the Cardinals for some reason they're on the insanity run right now. They're just beating teams they're not supposed to beat. People forget. People forget when it comes to the Cardinals, and we're going to go to this. You know, as we talk about the Eagles and what happened last week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, knock the birds forget. out of the sky, man. Saying the real birds, the real birds, <laughs> the biggest bird, the biggest bird. But um, people forget that Kyler Murray was hurt at the beginning part of the season. And That's a fact. They, he was hurt, and they I, I forgot who they had as their backup. I'm pretty sure it was Dobbs. I'm pretty sure Dobbs was their backup for you yeah, got traded. Dobbs. Um, but yeah, he was hurt, and then since uh, Murray's been back, they've been cooking. So, I mean, Lindsay run for sure, but I would not sleep on this team next year. I'm not saying they're gonna be like that next year, but oh, not for sure. Kyler Murray is actually like a game changer. Like it's just yeah, a fact. yeah. That's, their record. Don't be fooled by their record. They definitely. They're definitely not one of those because I'm pretty sure they're what three and twelve, right? Aren't they like three and twelve, four and twelve, or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that team is not a four and twelve team. That's they're not on the same level with the Panthers. Uh, yeah, definitely- it's it's literally just injuries. I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. It's just it's just injuries. They had they had Ertz go down. You know what I'm saying? They they just been they've been letting a lot of players go because like their 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 quarterback has been injured. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, when he's been back, you know what I'm saying? They got Trey McBride looking nice. You know what I'm saying? Even uh, Hollywood Brown went down a couple weeks ago. Obviously, they couldn't make the playoffs at that point, but right. they're, they're, they're they're probably going to be good next year with Kyler healthy. Exactly. So it's definitely going to be a thing where, you know, we look back, you know, we monitor it. Um, but, yeah, as you were saying with the Saints, uh, I, I personally, uh, in order for the Saints to even set the playoffs, we first we got to take care of business against Atlanta. As I stated before, we lost to Atlanta earlier this season in Atlanta. Pretty sure we only got into the red zone once that game. Uh, like I oh, said no. before. We got into the red zone more than one time, bro. And oh, it's we so just crazy. didn't score. We just yeah, didn't we, score. Derek Carr had like 300 yards that game. We did not. It was embarrassing, man. We were cooking them, bro. We just didn't score. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, I'm nervous about it for sure. Uh, there's a little bit. Like, I want us to make the playoffs, but I kind of, it's kind of like, I want us to make the playoffs, but it's kind of like, if we don't, and Allen probably going to get fired, hopefully. Please. Please let Please. Allen get out. Please get him out of here. Oh, my I'm goodness. I, I can't take it. And Pete Carmichael, oh, my goodness. Get them both out of here. Please. And then we got the 17th pick in the draft. Or and if we lose, that's probably going to achieve our, drafts, our draft stock. And I, I, ha- I want us to draft another quarterback. I want us to draft another quarterback. Because let's be honest. Carr is not going to be playing forever. You get what I'm saying? And we don't. Honestly, I don't know what we're going to do when it comes to Jameis because we're not giving him any tick now. And Look, having another – I'm not so worried another... about him. Like, I feel like a quarterback nowadays, it is hard to come by, but I feel like it doesn't matter if we don't get an old lineman, man. We need our quarterbacks protected, man. Bro, I think Carr like can be good every... if he's protected, man. Bro, it seems like almost every year, though, we draft either an old lineman or a tackle or somebody. Bro. It seems like every year, bro, we do that. Like, I feel yeah, like – we did draft a tackle. We need to who Brian Beasy last year. And we need to switch it up, man. And then even back to the playoff thing with the Saints. Um, 
They play so it's Green Bay. Green Bay plays Chicago. Green Bay plays Chicago. Um, Seattle plays Arizona. Who else do we need to lose? We just need Seattle and the Packers to lose, or we can just have Tampa Bay lose and we win. That's a tall. That's a tall order. And then literally, we need all of that plus us winning. So. Yeah, I feel like our us winning is like the most guaranteed out of all these things. Like I really cannot. I, I don't think we're gonna have trouble at all with the Falcons. I'm not gonna honestly. lie, Quingo. I'm not gonna lie, Quingo. As much as I want to sit up here and say that it's a guaranteed win, after what happened, after what I've seen happen this season, when we've been up like 17-0 against the Packers and they came back, and numerous other games where we're like, oh, we should win this game, no problem. We end up losing. I would not put it. Bes- I would not put it beside us at all. That we In my opinion. Going- we haven't had too many games like that. Now, I will say, even with the Packers game, like, we did let them back into the game, but our kicker missed the game-winning field. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, while well, we have had, like, kind of an underwhelming season, in my opinion, like, I feel Very. like we could have Very easily been, like, a 10, 11, 12 win team, like, easily. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like this game is, like, it's the last game of the season. The Saints always play well, like, our last three games of the season. Like, I don't know why, but we we almost always play well for our last three games of the season. We're playing the Falcons. This team is really not good. I'm going to be honest with you. They, they, they've they been mid all year, and they have Taylor, they have Taylor, Taylor Heineke at quarterback. If we cannot beat them, after going into Tampa Bay and embarrassing those boys last week, like embarrassing them, like that that Tampa Bay defense that was like the hottest in the league, they're on a four zero streak, making a playoff run, and we demolished them. If we lose to to the Falcons, just just actually trade everyone, trade everyone, get everyone out of here, terminate At the contract home, with dude. Derek Carr. At if home, we lose. Dude. I, I would. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I. I won't. I won't want to wear my Michael Thomas jersey anymore. I don't know if I can do it as insane anymore. If we lose this game, nah. My mom. Even if we don't make the playoffs, can I would at least like to go out on a win, man. My mom was talking trash to me because my mom's a Cowboys fan. Shout out, mom. But uh, she was like, "Oh, you guys trying to still? Y'all still fighting for a playoff spot?" I can't relate. That made me sick. So, uh, who did play in the first round? Who? The uh, Cowboys. I think where it stands right now, I think they they would probably have to play Green Bay or somebody. Oh, that's a joke, man. That's just such an easy first <laughs> round. It doesn't matter, though. The Niners got everybody, bro. If you're a Birds hater, Cowboys hater, anybody in the NFC, man, other than the Lions, who I think actually might have a chance against the 49ers. But back to the Saints, though. I need Olave to lock in this game, man. I need I need everybody to be... Locked in this game. The way that we played last week against the Buccaneers, we cannot come out flat against Atlanta. But we need to get the win, though. That's the important thing. We need to win. We need to win. You guys are giving me false hope yet again. The last time we did this episode and we talked about the Saints, the Saints were... It was, it was before the Rams game. It was before the Rams game. And we were talking about how if we won, we'll have a better chance to make the playoffs. If we didn't, we wouldn't do an episode until January. You guys, have given me, you guys have given me hope again. I need you guys to win. I need you guys to lock in and make the playoffs. I don't care how far we get.
Oh, your top ten quarterback. Who are who are your top ten? Who are your top ten quarterbacks? If you don't mind. No, I. I Uh, all right, all right. Lamar's number one. All right, continue. Oh my God. He's not. No, he's not. Lamar's number one. Continue, bro. Continue, bro. Can you continue? Continue with your list, bro. Continue with your list. He you said Lamar. He said Lamar, Josh Allen. All right. Okay. Is this an order? Is this an order? Or is this not an order? It's not an order. Okay. Okay. That's kind of high. Continue though. Continue though. No, 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 no. Continue. 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 I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Continue. Purdy is Purdy in is Purdy in your list? We'll get to we'll get to the Eagles in a sec. We'll get to the Eagles in a sec. All right. Hey, you done? You done with your list? I'll get my. I'll get my top ten list. I'll get. All right. Uh, right. <laughs> you good? I got Lamar number one, Mahomes, Allen. Well, well, it's well, it's interchangeable. Two and three can easily be interchangeable. It's not. He's not the MVP. He's not the MVP. He's not the MVP. He's not. Lamar Jackson is having a way better season than Josh Allen. Lamar, yes, he is. Anyway, let me continue my list. So I got Lamar, Mahomes, Allen. Right now, I'll say number four, I got Herbert. I'm I'm just I'm just talking about like top ten if they're healthy. Um, yeah, five I got Burrow, six Dak. No, actually six is hurt, seven Dak. Uh, eight Wilson. It's interchangeable, bro. It could easily be switched though. It's not crazy to say at all. Uh, who else? Um, 
Right? I'm, I'm not going to say Flacco's top 10 right now. That's crazy. I was about to say Flacco. <laughs> I was about to say Flacco. I was about to say Flacco. He's playing solid. Uh, Stroud. I say Stroud. Uh, Purdy. Yeah. I think that, yeah, yeah. Stroud, Purdy. I'm trying to think who else. And then Rodgers if he's healthy, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, but moving, but moving on though. Moving on though. Speaking of hurts, the Philadelphia Eagles. They have lost yet again. They lost last week to a game that they should have won. Let's just say that they were up twenty twenty one to three at half, or twenty one to six at half. I took a nap, fell asleep, woke up, and I saw that they lost. Their final home game of the season to the Arizona Cardinals, 33 to 35. Right, 28 to 35. I forgot what the score was, but they lost. Quango, Quango, what's your thoughts, man? I, I have a lot I want to say. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So back to what we were saying. We we're talking about the Eagles. Um, we talking about the Eagles and everything like that. But yeah, like I was saying, uh, Cowboys, they clinch the division. If Philadelphia loses, or Dallas just simply gets to win against the Commanders, which I feel like they're going to end up clinching the division anyway. But just looking at the Eagles' season, man, just where they were a month ago, basically where they were now. I don't like I said a couple of weeks ago. I don't definitely have them not going back to the Super Bowl. I definitely don't see them making probably out of the second round. It's just their their path to just win the playoffs is going to be a whole lot harder now because of the fact that. It's, they simply aren't the team they were last year. Eagles downfall, man. I love it. It's glorious. It's it's very. I just want to say, good. man, if you're a Birds fan, man, shambles, man. That's rough, man. Kyler Murray just he dethroned your king, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like imagine going into like your final home game of the season, just like your last home game, Fan Appreciation Day, and you're like, oh, you know. We're going to see the Eagles one more time with the link before playoffs. It's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. They should get back on track here and get an easy win. Only to lose in comeback fashion to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, that's rough. Or to imagine, like, just checking the game, your, your schedule before, and you imagine, you're like, oh, wow, it's the Cardinals. This is a, what, a 3-13, and 3-12 and 12 team? This is an automatic dub. That's a free win. But then to check the box score and see your Eagles lost, that's rough, man. Shout out Game and Time, it, Kyler, man. K one. Also, that also too, 
Also, too, the play calling in that game, I don't know, who, offensive coordinator, uh, I, I think it's Brian Johnson. Yo, the play calling in that game was absolutely horrendous, bro. I saw it was like a first and 20. And they, for three straight plays, they did like a QB runs with Hurts. No yards. No, nah, that was an absolute joke. And then oh my on goodness. third, and then on third down, they did a uh, a quick screen, a quick screen to Devonta Smith, or, or to Gainwell, not even Devonta, Gainwell, and then Gainwell fell into Devonta Smith, and Smith got hurt, and he got injured off of that. So Dude left the game, joke, and left the game in a boot. So like that's that's definitely been a major major issue this season, all throughout the season is uh, play calling. I've since I'll say since like. Week one, the biggest biggest thing with the Eagles' offense this year is their play calling because teams have been able to figure it out. And in some cases, it's it's worked. In other cases, it's very questionable, very questionable. Yeah. It causes for fans to get upset and get angry, as we saw last week against the Cardinals. So, and it's the playoffs, and not even just the playoffs, but like the off season too. It's it's, it's going to be a real point of emphasis to really look at. As well as the defense too, because the defense, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, lost so many good pieces, and they're not the same defense as they once were last year. That was wreaking havoc in the league. Instead, they're a defense that's letting Drew Locke do game-winning drives on them, and Kyler Murray have his way with on a weekly on a weekly basis. So, you know, it makes think, absolutely no I think sense. Right, right. Especially considering the fact, like I just said earlier, the Eagles were up twenty-one to six at half. They were up twenty-one to six at half. The Eagles proceeded to score two more times in that game. You know how nuts that is. In the span of two quarters, the Eagles only scored two more times in that game. The Cardinals outscored them in the second half. It's, it's it's nice and heading into the playoffs, man. Especially, I mean, by the grace of God, if we end up making it to the playoffs and we play them first round, I'm not saying that we're going to end up winning, but I would not be surprised if that game is going to end up being a lot closer than many people think. Right, right, right. 
that. So based off of just like the Eagles' performance last week against Arizona, heading into the playoffs, how far do you have the Eagles going? How far do you have them? They're probably gonna have to go. They're probably gonna have to they're probably gonna have to play the winner of the NFC South. Oh yeah. They really do. They 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 are. I don't they really do. I don't know. They're they're gonna have to just get better at whatever like the the play call issues, they're gonna Jalen Hurst is gonna have to step up in the pocket and throw the ball, make quicker reads, get the ball out, stuff like that. Like they really don't have too many problems. It's just like a team of that caliber is so surprising to see them. Like lose the way they do. You know I, mean? I saw something the other day with Stephen A. said he was like, "Eagles are, Eagles are, uh, you know." The, the Stephen A. was basically trying to treat the Eagles like they were, like eight and eight instead of ten and five, which is crazy to me because as much as we joke about the Eagles, we both know that the Eagles are still a solid team. They're they're still a really they still can be a still, really good team, yeah. They're still a really nice team, and we uh, people are acting like they did not just win the NFC last year, and they did not go to Super Bowl last year. Now, I'm not saying the Eagles right now are going to be favorites to win the Super Bowl, but I can I I can attest to the fact that they could most definitely make it far. They could make it to the conference championship for sure. I mean, also too, did you see that um. Did you see that uh it was something about AJ Brown apparently like, oh, yeah, in the yeah, locker yeah. room? That's crazy. Yeah. They're like uh AJ Brown is apparently uh his attitude is like bringing stuff bringing like everyone down in the locker room. I was like, "Wow, that's kind of surprising to see. I wouldn't know all that about AJ yeah. Brown for real." But... I, I I saw it, but I like I didn't know if it was true or not because yeah, even when he I was know talking about it, fact. even when he was talking about like in the press conference he was saying like how like the team just got to get through it together and stuff like that and and it's it's like I mean, he wants to be here. It's not like it's a, another Tennessee Titans situation, but it's, you know. And to be honest it. with you, like, there's not too – like, in the NFC, there's maybe two teams that can stop the Eagles from, from winning. It's just really just the Niners and the Cowboys, for real, for real. So, and the Lions, I won't lie. But even the Lions, like, I think the, the Eagles should be able to beat the Lions, but I know their defense has struggled. But nonetheless, they're still like one of those. They're still a contending team in the NFC, so you can't That's like definitely. act like they're they're not That's tough. Definitely, yeah. People once they lost, you know, us included. Well, that's because we know people who are Eagles fans. So seeing them upset, that makes us happy. So yeah. But I'm I would be lying if I sat up here and said right now that the Eagles are not a team, still not a team to beat in the NFC because of their record. They're, you know, they have a solid record. You know, 10 yeah, and 5. Even 10 and 5 is not like, 10 it's and not five great. Is not, it's not, it's not, it's not, I mean, it's still solid. That's like double digit wins. It's a solid record. Still really it's a solid good. Record. You know what I'm and they still have a chance to end up winning um, the NFC East. Because as much as you want to sit up here and say that the Cowboys can beat the Commanders, you saw what happened earlier this season. 
So, you know, it's definitely Yeah, hey, I'm not going to lie to you, man. The Commanders, this is a legacy game for them, man. Because, look, nah, here's man. the thing. Here's the thing. Here's uh, the thing. Explain, explain. How's it a legacy game? As a Washingtonian myself, I can tell you, the Commanders are not going to come out there and throw the game. They're going to try to win because this is their rival. You're telling me that, like, this is this is more about pride here. You know, you know what I mean. Like, obviously, I don't think if they're losing like really bad, I don't, I don't think they're going to continue to play like their star starters throughout like the fourth quarter. But I would be disappointed if all the starters one don't play and two they don't attempt to not allow Dallas, who are literally like that's their rival team. But like right. the Dallas Commanders beef in DC is deep. So like. If they really allow these dudes to clinch, like I would do anything in in that position to try and stop that team from, you know what I'm saying? Right. From clinching. Like there's no way they allow them to clinch. I would actually be disappointed. Yeah. I, I, as as just as a rivalry game, I definitely feel like the commanders are gonna like bring bring like their A game against Dallas. I hope they do. I hope they don't make it like a you know, they just lie down their backs and just let Dallas just beat them. But, you know, I hope they make it a close game. So, nah, for uh, facts I, though. Yeah, and then I don't even know who the Eagles play. Oh, they play the Giants. I won't be surprised if the Giants try to beat them too. For sure, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. He's playing for a contract. A yeah. lot, and also, let's talk about that. A lot of players are playing for, uh, you true. know, incentives. A too. lot. Yep. Yeah, it's a lot of incentive. Yeah. The a lot, I saw a couple of Giants players. Like I think Darius Slayton has uh, an incentive to get like what's his? It was like six receptions, a hundred yards, and he's making like five hundred k extra. So like you know you know what I mean like a lot of these guys yeah. they're not coming up to play yeah. for real yeah yeah I definitely I definitely see this happen but um yeah but also too um this looks like your paper yeah yeah so moving on moving on so now we're gonna talk about you know before we get to Jonathan Kaminga and the Warriors we also got you know we got a, before we get to Kaminga and the Warriors I wanted to give a round of applause man Detroit Pistons wing stop. <laughs> Wingstop, Wingstop in Detroit, man. I know you guys are happy campers, man. Detroit Pistons finally got a win. He finally got a win, man, against the the uh, Toronto Raptors last week. I mean, what, was it this week or last week? It was last week, right? It was last week, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Finally got a win. Finally got a win, man. After a 29-game losing streak, they finally got a win. Even with that, they almost lost that game. But, you know, I just, I just want to say my congrats to the Detroit Pistons. But, uh, Quinn, you got anything you want to say about the Pistons, man? Man, shout out my man, Skeeve, man. I feel bad for this guy. I'm not going to lie. Cade, him, it's like, imagine being a franchise player and, like, everyone else on your franchise is just, like, that bad. Like, y'all are what? What are they, nearly 2-30, and 3-30? and 30? They're 4-30. and 30. That's crazy. Come on. You have 30 losses. <laughs> so that, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> because the whole... You think they're getting the worst record ever? Like, you think they might get the? They might have the worst. What was it? What's the worst record ever? Is it seven wins by the Philadelphia by Philadelphia or twelve, thirteen? I don't know. It's really bad. No, it's but. the Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets. They went like ten and seventy-two. No, 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 no. Even like, you gotta understand. That's your job. No, no, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. Charlotte, uh, their worst record in NBA history is the Charlotte Bo- Charlotte Bobcats. Uh, they went <laughs> seven and fifty nine 
and 2011-2012 season. I think that was a lockout year, but yeah, it's the worst. Well, they probably gonna win a little, probably a little bit more than than ten, but nonetheless, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, when you're getting a record that low, like you have, uh, you play 34 games in the season. All star break is coming up, and you already eclipsed 30 losses. It's like you start questioning yourself as a professional. You know what I'm saying? If I'm not Cade, Duran, Bojan, what am I bringing to the team? If I'm Honestly, if I'm like this, if I'm the tenth man on the team, you might as well go back to go back to the G League, man. Just go to G League at nineteen, man. This when I knew something was up, man. They were showing Kevin Knox edits on TikTok. Now I'm not. <laughs> now I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to. Do- I'm not trying to diss Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox is a solid player. But I hadn't heard from dude since he was at New York. And even when he was in New York, that was a short stint. So when you're seeing Kevin Knox highlights over and Kay Cunningham highlights over Bogdanovich highlights and Jalen Duran highlights, that's a problem. I forgot Alec Burks was still in the league. Somebody was comparing him to KD when he was at Kentucky. I'll never forget it. Somebody said he was somebody said he was a KD hybrid. People were comparing that dude to Kevin Durant. Draft Express, bro. Draft Express. I, I'll never forget it, man. I'll never forget it, man. I was like, he, he's that nice? Went to New York. He had flashes. Nah, I remember when they drafted uh Cody. Nah, there nah, there was some actual some crazy picks. Uh, looking back at some of the picks in the drafts, Anthony Bennett, Anthony Bennett going number one. That's the one that hits you. Um, maybe I mean looking back on the Jalen Green pick. Yeah, Wiseman pick that was bad. Jalen Green pick, you could make the case. Yeah. I remember Otto Porter went three. <laughs> Otto, I remember Otto Porter went three to Wizards, bro. Yes. Hold on, I can check and see who was in the draft that year. Yeah, they got him. They got him at three. Uh, I'm trying to see who else is in that draft. Uh... That draft class. Oh, McCollum. McCollum was in that draft class. Michael Carter Warren was in that draft class. Olenek. Giannis is in that draft class. Dang. Giannis is in that draft class. Gobert was in that draft class. Yeah, man. Yeah. And three is. Yeah, Otto Porter. <laughs> yeah. 
yes, that's crazy. Um, yeah, I remember Otto Porter, obviously Kwame Brown, that was a terrible pick. Darko Milicic, that's a terrible pick. I remember when the Knicks drafted um Cleanthony Early and Ron Baker, that was questionable. What caused this man? What caused this man? This is outrageous. This is why the Wizards are so bad. I did not know that Otto Porter was drafted so high. Bro, Cody Zeller went four that year to the to the Bobcats. Alex Lynn went top five in that year too. Come on, man. Come on, man. No, what were GMs thinking at this time? Genuinely. Literally, they were looking at it based off of college. They were looking at it based off of college. Because Cody Zeller, if you, if Cody Zeller in college was nice. I'm not saying nice enough for a top five pick, but he was nice. He was nice. It was actually nice, man. It was actually nice, man. It was a, it was a time. It was a time. That's really when was. like the Ben Malcolmore, the Ben Malcolmores of the worlds were in the league and everything like that. Hey, I actually like Ben Malcolmore, man. I thought he was a nice player for a while, man, for a couple nice. seasons. And he I remember nice. when he was in a dunk contest, man. Who it was him, Dame. Who else was in that one? Um, Victor Oladipo, I think, was in that. That dunk contest was tough. Goodness me. Yeah, that's actually one of my most like memorable All Star games. It was actually a really good All Star like yeah. weekend yeah. that that year. Speaking of draft picks. One of the Warriors' uh, 2021 draft picks, Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, this is reported today, actually, um, that he stated that he lost faith in Steve Kerr. Kaminga. 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 Not Kaminga. <laughs> He's gone. He is definitely but, uh, gone. He lost faith in Steve Kerr and that, you know, he's not getting any, you know, his minutes. He doesn't like his minutes. So I just want to hear your thoughts on that. And also, two in the Warriors in general. The Warriors right now, let's say the Warriors right now are 16 and 17 in the conference. Clay's had a down year. Draymond, we all know what happened with Draymond. Twice this year already. Uh, Steph, you know, kind of like an off year, but, you know, what's, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on the Warriors? I would like to see them rebound because the way they're going out, man, it's a, it's a lot of washing up going on right now. <sighs> And it's that, like, the, the Warriors' downfall is not, like, it's not as great as I thought it would be, you know what I'm saying, as a Brian fan. I don't like to see them go out like this. Like, like Clay, Clay basically, in his last interview, uh, pre, uh, what, what was it? Yeah, was it post-game? In his last yeah, presser, yeah. That was depressing. Um, what, what, what did he say? He was, like, uh, he, he basically like recognized that he like was it. ending his, his career, yeah. basically, at the end. He was, like, he was enjoying his final chapter of his career. I'm, like. Gosh, man, like, you still got seven in the tank. Like, bro, you're 33. Bron is 39. <laughs> Nonetheless, man. But also, too, then, he came off an ACL injury, too. Fair and enough. ACL injury, ACL injuries change but people. KD, so. KD came off a of two. KD Kawhi came foot. off a of one. Both of those players are more athletic than Clay and are, yeah. I don't know. Nonetheless, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to blame the man. You know what I'm saying? If your career, if you know your career is ending, you know it's ending. But it's, it's sad to see Clay go out like this, man. It's I feel yeah. like it's not like an athleticism, like a mobility thing. I think it's more of a, bro cannot hit a shot, man. He can't hit a shot. Even the shots he takes there, some of them are really stupid. Even back to Curry, man. Curry's not making the shots that – well, he's still making the shots, but it's not like the clip that we saw, like, 
you know, probably like a year or so ago, maybe two years ago. Like he's he's missing more shots than he's making now. And it's like man, his numbers are still solid, but it's not like to what we're used to seeing. Even when you were looking at the All-Star, like even like the fan vote return, like Corey wasn't getting that much love as as far as like being a starter. Yeah. But also too, speaking of fan voting real quick, we need to cancel that. We need to cancel that, man. Fan voting needs to stop. Fan voting needs to stop. All-star wow. voting needs to go. No, because somebody tried to put in Austin Reeves and um I forgot who else they tried to put in. They tried to they tried to put in Austin Reeves and a couple years ago they put in Zaza Pachulia <laughs> and Alex Caruso. Hey, what the can I say, man? No, nah, that's two goats, man. Stop, man. But that's what I was saying though, bro. When it comes to like I also feel like the Warriors, they just ruined their youth movement as well, man. You saw what happened with Poole. Wiseman didn't pan out. Not going to lie. Fingers definitely need to be pointed at Kerr. Here's the thing. Usually, when a when – a, like, I think I said this before, but when a coach – and sometimes players too, but more particularly coaches. When coaches are winning – a lot of things will be ignored. Like, no one's going to, you know what I'm saying? A, a lot of bad decisions, poor rotations. A lot of those things don't matter as long as you can win. And if in, in, terms of, in terms of, like, coaching, he's been gifted with the greatest shooter ever. Probably the second or maybe, or at minimum, a top five shooter ever. One of the greatest defensive players ever. With a great basketball mind. Kevin Durant, like... And what does he have with that team? He has four chips, which is really impressive. But, like, never once did we say, like, Steve Kerr is, like, an absolute mastermind when it comes to rotations, player development, because he was winning. Like, no one cared about that stuff. But now, like, when they have to rebound, and they have a lot of good play, They have a lot of good young players. Like, even with that rookie Podiemski, like, who knew that guy was going to be good? Like, it's crazy. It definitely was. It definitely was. So, like, him... Moses Moody, Kuminga, Wiseman. You had those four players. I genuinely was saying that even when the Warriors were done, this was when they won in 2022, 2021, 2022. I was like, even when the Warriors are done, I know they're going to be good because look at the players that they have. Like Kuminga. And then Wiggins. Wiggins had turned up in that um, playoff series against the Celtics. So I was like, yeah, they're going to be good in the future. But (sighs) there's definitely something to the fact that Kuminga doesn't think that he's going to be able to develop. Like, I think that's definitely valid because, like, you get Wiseman. And I feel like with Wiseman, like, a player like that, I really don't think he's that bad. I I, I feel like that's a development thing, no, in he, my opinion. That's the thing. Like, he's not bad, per se. He's not bad at all because if you saw Wiseman in college, he was nice. Like, Wiseman was nice <laughs> in college. He was at Memphis. I remember watching him in college. And when he got to the league, I was like, oh, him and Golden State, with Curry and how Curry's like doing pick and rolls and stuff like that and everything like that. And that's that's gonna make it so much easier. And Wiseman can shoot too. Yep. Their whole starting five could shoot. So that was gonna that was supposed to help them. And then obviously we saw Wiseman get traded. And then obviously, like I said, we saw what happened with Poole. I feel like they just sacrificed all that for trying to win now and chase it now. And it's like you're not gonna be able to chase it with this team. Look at this team on paper. This team's not going to a finals. Yeah, this team might not even make it out the first round. This team might not, not even not make even the make, playoffs. Make the playoffs. That's what I'm or saying. Or play in. This team might not, not even make real. the playoffs. And when you're trying to count on Curry to score 30-plus every night, 
you got one of your key defensive players suspended again for hitting somebody or strangling somebody or hitting somebody this time. I can't put even go bear in a full Nelson. Yeah, put Gobert in a full Nelson and then Ford stops a bonus. Oh yeah. And then proceeds to do a backhand fist to Nurkic. This man actually needs to go under the jail, man. He's dangerous. And I'm not I'm not I'm not about to sit up here and say, but like what I am gonna say is like when that whole Draymond and Poole thing happened, looking back on it in hindsight, when y'all thought that the answer was to get rid of Poole in that situation, the answer should have been to get rid of Draymond in that situation. I'm not going to lie. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You get rid of Draymond, right? You keep your young core. Draymond's not getting any younger. Draymond's not getting any younger. Draymond's not the same Draymond of old who was getting double-doubles defensive player of the year caliber player. Draymond's literally there on some black Air Force energy, you know, running around trying to cause havoc, do stuff like that. That's what he's doing now. He'll give you hustle plays, he'll give you rebounds, but most of the time he's giving you technical fouls <laughs> and it's it's suspended. Yeah. I mean, seriously, after everything that happened with the whole Jordan Poole thing over last season, and you see what's happening this season, and seeing how everything worked out with Poole being gone, and somebody said to you, nah, would you go back and instead of, you know, trading away Poole, your young player, would you not trade away Draymond? Would you not do that? I would do that if I knew what was happening this season. Here's the thing. With that, like, I agree. I feel like maybe it is worth the risk to, like, see where you would be without Draymond. But at the same time, you got to remember that guy is, like, so key to the Warriors offense. Like, I feel like Curry is – Curry got, got so many easy looks with Draymond. Like, he, I'm not gonna lie. Half oh. of them jumps are definitely illegal screens. This man is a no. Treatment. All of them were, bro. He was oh literally coming goodness. off the court and he was doing this and just moving and just have Curry shoot. Yeah, but like he, yeah. And, and the fact is, a lot of the stuff with like Curry and Clay that's that's happening where they're 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 not getting shots that look as great is because like Draymond's not there. Honestly, like, I feel like, like when Draymond is not trying to, you know, assault the right. other team. He's he can be player, good. Right. He can be yes, good. Yes, but well, like, he's not at this point. But I don't know if it's worth his it. Negatives, if he's still... His negatives. His <clears throat> negatives at this point are outweighing what he can bring nah, positively. Facts. Nah, facts. That's basically what like, I was trying to say. Like Draymond, they said that that dude had to get counseling and stuff before coming back. That's crazy. I'm not gonna lie. He is three minutes, bro. Did you see that uh that that tick uh, I th- I saw it on TikTok but it was, I think it was off a podcast where uh who was it Oh my goodness Pistons player was it Ben Wallace No it was somebody else Rasheed Wallace Uh no 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 Pistons player I'm trying to think I think it might have been Rip Hamilton Oh yeah Richard Hamilton yeah, yeah he was like uh Dre the reason Draymond is the way he is is because he was in those he used to be in the 08 um Pistons was it the 08 Pistons 06? Oh, no, six. that was that was that was the Heat. Oh four, I think it was oh four. But he basically yeah. that that Pistons team that beat the Lakers, he used to be yeah. in their locker room apparently, and he used to be around those guys a bunch. So a lot of the style that he comes with and just like the way he plays, he's he he gets it from those guys apparently, and honestly that makes sense because I think he, uh, Rip might be the only player. Was it Rip? Or I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it was Rip, but he might be the only player with more like ejections and text than Draymond. So, 
if you're talking about the Jackson, it's probably Ben Wallace. Yeah, I think it was Ben Wallace. But nonetheless, man, that guy. Get him out the league, honestly. Nah, that's that's a stretch. He's a safety hazard, man. I was just going to say get him to a different team. I was going to say get him to a different team. Well, now look, if you do want to get him to a a different team, send him to his glorious King LeBron. Me personally, I will take this. Bring him to my team. Because if you touch my King LeBron, you're going straight into full Nelson. Immediately. (laughs) Immediately. Draymond, I'm trying to tell you. Oh, Eme, Eme, you said what about LeBron? Draymond's <laughs> it's not hey, even Draymond, a joke, bro. If you touch LeBron and Draymond was on his team, he, he, bro, bro, he might catch an M one right there. He might catch an M one right there. I might even lie to you. I don't know what it is, man. Draymond just love my glorious LeBron. king. You call my glorious king out of his name? Nah. Mm. Have you seen like the memes about uh, LeBron and, and Draymond? People were talking about how this man loves LeBron more than he loves Curry, bro. And I was like, yeah, low key. Nah, but let him get to the Lakers in January, bro. Please, please. The Warriors definitely gonna have to make a deal at the deadline. Um, honestly, I feel like the Warriors just. There was a question on ESPN the other day. It was like whether the Warriors should blow up their season and just prep for next year, or just continue trying to get to the playoffs. If I'm the Warriors, after what happened last night, especially against the Nuggets with Jokic making that half court shot, I'm conceding the season. Season's done. Nah, you can't do that. You can't do that. Look, here's why though. Curry I mean, and I'm all not, these players not, are aging, saying, man. They can't. They I'm can't take a whole tank. year out of. I'm not saying tank. But what I'm saying is, you're gonna get wins. But let's let's be real here with this team. Like this team isn't built to get far. This team reminds me of like the um. This team reminds me of what? What this team reminds me of like a 2021 um Los Angeles Lakers. I don't Westbrook, think so, nah. Westbrook, Carmelo. That team was on paper. That team was supposed to be good. On paper, that team was supposed to be good. What happened after the What happened after the deadline? Here's the thing, though. With, with that, with that, with that Lakers team, one, two things, two reasons I think they weren't good: the Russell Westbrook like spacing thing, and also ball dominance thing with LeBron and Westbrook. I think was an issue in the Westbrook turnovers. But also, one, AD being injured, and two, the defense. The Lakers were one of the old, and also the age. The Lakers were one of the oldest teams in the league that year, and they couldn't defend anyone. Like the difference between even last season and this season is they decided to go after like good perimeter defenders. Like honestly, with that roster, they wouldn't have been horrible had they had some good wings in that lineup, but they did not. I don't even know who was on that team, but none. I don't remember any good wings from Wayne that team. Ellington. Wayne Ellington. Literally, like. Now they have what? They have oh Vando, they have uh, Reddish, yeah. they have uh, Torian Prince. Like, now they have people yeah. who can actually, you know, play a little yeah. defense. That's kind of what they needed. But, yeah. I'll say with the Warriors, too, I think they can be good. I think the big thing is the rotations. Like, all seriousness, I think that Jokic, Jokic the reason they lost is because Jokic went on that run at the end of the game. And firstly, Dario Saric. Dario Saric and Chris Paul guarding Jokic on two of the final plays where he got he got an easy bucket on both of them. Why was Chris Paul in? Why? Who's he guarding? I don't know why they didn't give uh, Moses Moody any more tape. Moses Moody is one of the best defenders on that team. Yes. And the one and I really I, I really felt for Kaminga, man. I, I saw the little clip of him just walking off because it's like that's crazy. He should have been on the floor because I'm not going to say he blocks Jokic on that play, 
but he affects like, Jokic's he, he shot way more shot. than yeah. Chris Paul couldn't affect yeah. it at all, like at all. It's crazy to have him on the floor when you, you know what I'm saying? When you know the other team is going to play to that advantage, you can go at Chris Paul. Anyone can go at Chris Paul and, you know, kind of so get. So if, if you're the Warriors right now, are you, are you firing Steve Curry? Or like, what you doing? Like, what's your plan? I don't know, man. I th- I think it, it might be coming. I'm not going to lie. Because here's the problem. But here's the problem. Like, even if it's just Kuminga who goes now, I don't know if that's going to fix the issues with the rotation, man. Because there's – like, yeah, you can't tell me how I, – I don't understand how but you Gary have had Payton Chris Paul. Again. Gary Payton's hurt again. So you don't have Chris Paul and Moody, Sarge, Bod- Bodinski. Podiumski, yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. One team that I would like to see come in going, I'm not going to lie, if he does leave, put him on the Raptors. Put him in Toronto, that's going to be a, that's going to be a nice team. I don't know. And it, that's that Toronto nice team's team to a little that Toronto Toronto team's a little loaded right now, and I don't see where he like he could fit in his role. They don't he come need... off second unit. He come off second unit. That team's going to be nice. I guess yeah, that could work probably. But like you already have IQ on that team and he's kind of like that 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 like Spark IQ club, Barrett, even though he's Barnes. not coming off the bench, I mean, because they're going to trade Siakam eventually. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about that. Where's Siakam gonna go? What if he went to the Lakers? He's not going to the Lakers. Lakers uh, getting Draymond. I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really want Siakam in per se, anyway. Warriors, the Warriors need to be so, uh, like really aggressive and getting not gonna Siakam. lie. I would have rather had OG and Anobi. OG and Anobi would be. That's a good, that was a good trade for the Knicks. Like, it was. I don't know if it was worth losing quickly, but it was definitely a good trade because that man, three he hits three. They're 3-0 with OG. They're 3-0 with OG. They could go 4-0 tonight against the Sixers, but, you know, that game's at 7-30, but we'll see. Hey, I'm not going to lie. Sixers better not lose tonight, man. You put a parlay on them? Nah. I would never bet on the Sixers, man. I know better, man, at this point. But, um, yeah, but, you know, that's what I thought something. Uh the whole state of the Warriors, man. Also, too, I thought it was funny. I first thing when the game was over last night, I went to go check on flight, a uh, flight on Twitch. <laughs> His reaction. You was screaming. No, he he hit the door, bro. He got up and hit the door, and he was like, "No, no, no, Curry, what are you doing?" <laughs> so, no, I, I was cracking up about the whole thing. No, that's man. crazy. I think I think, but yeah, with the Warriors, man, I don't think that don't expect anything major from them this season. Next year, they're definitely going to be back at it, though. But it's some changes definitely going to have to be made, whether it's Draymond, Clay, coaching. I don't know. Yeah, and man. And isn't LeBron – time out. Isn't LeBron supposed to be a free agent this summer or no? Actually, I'm not sure. That'd be crazy. Check. Oh, what? LeBron a free agent this summer? I thought he redid his contract. It was there until 2026. Oh, yeah. All have a player option for the 2024-25 season. Yeah, 2024 free agent class completely loaded with stars. Braun and Steph. Oh, they're free agents this year? You said, I thought you said Braun had his player option this year. Oh, they said LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Klay Thompson could look for free agency the next summer, as in this summer. So, Bron on the Warriors. Look, 
a season ago, he said one player he really wanted to play with was Stephen Wardell Curry. Oh my gosh. It's looking like Clay, it's looking like Clay knows he's coming towards retirement. Looking like Draymond might be gone. Draymond might be gone. We're gonna get the decision part too. If LeBron and Steph teamed up, I don't even know if they will win the league, but like that would just be great to watch. I'm not gonna lie. I, I don't know. I can't say, man, they will go they will go win the chip because you know Bron's like older now, you know, they're both like Approaching nah, that age. Stop, stop playing. They're going to win the chip, bro. LeBron, LeBron, and and LeBron and Steph team up. They're winning the It chip. depends on how you build the team around them. Like, give them, give them some shooting wings, you know what I'm saying, and a solid shot-blocking center. I think they, they might come coach, close. And a good coach, that's it. Yeah, they might come close with that's that team. It. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, man. Yeah, man. But moving on, man. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, another thing I want to talk about before we get to the Clippers, man. I want to talk about my man down in uh down south, man, in Texas. Uh, number one pick, Victor Wembanyama. 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 But uh, yeah, uh, they lost last night against the Bucks, but that's not the that's not the reason why we bring them up. But I just wanted to ask, like, what's been going on because Wembanyama is obviously a generational talent. But I guess the Spurs don't think that he's like that for real. I don't understand why, because apparently every time the Spurs on offense, they just don't feed the feed the big man. So I'm not gonna lie to you, it's man. Jeremy Sohan, man. I'm actually starting to dislike him. I actually liked him earlier in the season. I was actually talking about him. I, was, I spoke highly of Jeremy Sohan, man. I, I could tell that he's one of those players, man. He took a lot of inspiration from, you know, the the, the defensive players that came before him, especially, particularly Dennis Rodman. You know what I'm saying? If you see his hair and everything, you can tell he took a lot of inspiration. And even just his play style, like, he's, he's com- he completely centers his game around defense, rebounding, and passing. But, like, and even passing, he's a really good passer. But even his assists, like, numbers have dwindled. And I find it crazy. This might be conspiracy to ages, but I think this man does not like Victor Wimbayama. I've he, never seen a te- I've never seen a team so so adamant on not giving the best player the ball. The only player I see that willingly passes to Wimbayama is Devin Vassell, and he's actually the only player who I actually can respect him taking a shot. Him and maybe Kel- Keldon Johnson. In my opinion, Keldon Johnson has regressed a bit now that the team has like. Devin Vassell has gotten better. You know, Wimby's here now. He's regressed a bit. But I think Vassell, he's actually really nice. Like, just in, he's a really good shot maker. Like, I think he deserves, like, that kind of right to shoot the ball a little bit more. But nonetheless, it's crazy how Wimby is not getting – like, he should be shooting, like, nearly 20 shots a game. I saw a clip the other day, and they were the Spurs and moving the ball on the perimeter, and they gave it to uh, uh, this one player. And he caught the ball, and he drove. But he was going, I think it was from last night, actually. It was from last night. And he was trying to go up on Brooke Lopez. Mind you, Brooke Lopez is like seven foot. And also, this he's a really like, good shot blocker. At best, this dude was probably like 6'10". Maybe, maybe a cool 6'11". Dude was trying to go up and poster Brooke Lopez with Wimbenyama cutting back door. All he had to do was just lob it up for Wimbenyama to get it. Instead, he tried to dunk on Lopez. Lopez obviously blocks the shot. And when Bayama's going back down the court, just nodding his head, like shaking it, like, what are you doing? And then another clip from last week, when Bayama literally, they were feeding the ball, and when Bayama cuts to the hoop, they didn't give it to him, and he just, like, dunked, pretending like he was dunking the ball. 
Because that's how easy it is, man. Like, he's trying to tell you something, bro. I'm 7'4". Just throw me the ball. Like, who's going to stop me? And he's, he's right, though. Like, did you see that move he did on Dame? He just puts it behind his back and doesn't even nah. jump. And basically just he, did he it behind barely the even back. jumped. He dribbled, took two steps. He took one step behind just, the back and then glided and dunked on Brook Lopez in one right, come on. Like, come on. No seven Just give this man the ball, it. bro. No seven footers, dude. I'm, I promise you, if you give him and Yama the keys, man, and just let him run. Let him play cook, free. Man, for real. He's already averaging, what is he averaging, like 24? I think like 19. 19, my bad. My, I don't know why I got 24. He's averaging <laughs> 19 points. He's averaging 19 points. Like, nah, who, facts, what bro. else does he need to do? Yeah, and it's like, I feel like 19 points on the touches he gets is like actually great. Like even just watching him play sometimes, it's like this guy could be doing so much more. Like I generally think he could be like easily averaging like twenty five, twenty six, like easily, easily. It's it's crazy to think about. I saw someone on Twitter that said that like Wimbledon should go back to the Metropolitan team and uh, the France national team, whatever. And say bump this man, and just go back. Yeah, he is. He, he should go, go back, ahead. and he should go back, and then let like a team that he likes actually pick him up, man. I'm it's saying, actually going to get him the ball, man. I'm saying, because even if I looked at rookie Tim Duncan or look at rookie David Robinson, I guarantee you that if they know that they're one of the best players on the team, I guarantee you they will be like, you know what, give him the ball if he's cooking. Don't not give the dude the ball because you don't like him. That makes no sense. In my opinion, though, a lot of the, a lot of the, another thing that factors into that, like him not getting the ball, is that pop system, man. You know how he likes to spread the ball around. So I think that's part of it. But at the same time, like, Pop System what? does like to see the ball move around. But a lot of these plays, it's like this is it's basketball instinct at some at some point. Like, even if Ginobili, Parker, all those guys, if they saw Tim Duncan open for a lob, even if they were swinging the ball, supposed to be swinging the ball, they're going to get him the ball. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy also, to me, man. Also, too, let's be honest, bro. I guarantee you in Pop, pop System, that the end result is not seeing Zach Collins make a contested hook, hook shot layup, or like a post move, instead of Wimbenyama getting the ball wide open with an easy dunk. Thanks. Even in this system on the, on past scenes with Parker, Ginobili, Bonner, and Boris Diaw, the end result was not Boris Diaw making a contested <laughs> <laughs> posterizing dunk. No, his end result was Diaw either getting a layup or a three-pointer. Or Bonner getting a three-pointer on layup. Not Julian Champagne drive, driving in trying to dunk on Brooke Lopez. Like, like come on. Let's let's be real. Let's be real. Champagne like, is Sohan, horrible, man. He's and, like, Sohan, Sohan is nice and all, man, but... He's not all that anymore, he's not, man. He's not like that, man. He's not he's having not a like good that. season this year, man. He's at not. all. He can't shoot at the line. His, his free throw form is... I don't know. Well, you shoot for one hand, actually. Now, yeah, I don't know how you. I don't know how you do that, man. I don't know how you do that. But no, nah, man, I'm not impressed. And the fact that they not, you know, giving the ball to Wimby and letting Wimby work out is is nuts. Considering the fact that the fans don't come there to see Sohan, they come there to see Wimby, man. I've had the most attendance I've had in the past two years, mm-hmm. not because of Sohan, but because of Wimby Yama, man. Yeah, they do not care about those. Shout out Devin Vassell though. That's one first player I got. I got a lot of respect for him, man. I I think he's really good, man. Honestly, if you're a team man and you need that young guy who who's gonna who's gonna be scoring, man, who 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 can be a spark plug and hit big shots, bro, I would go after Vassell, man. Shout Honestly. out Devin Vassell, man. 
and Keldon. Keldon Johnson's cool too. But Sohan and the rest of them, done, man. Even Trey Jones, man. You you see Wimby uh, last night for 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 game, man. He could have took the shot. You know what I'm saying? I think he had a much smaller defender on him. But you know he throws it to uh, what you call it, Trey Jones in the corner. That's a uh, what's the name's better brother, Tyus Jones brother. Tyus, yeah, Tyus. Yeah, and he ended up missing it. You know what I'm saying? But just Spurs in general, you just gotta do better, man. They really do. But moving on, man. Moving on. Moving on. We just chugging along here. Uh, let's talk about the Clippers real quick. Clippers, they've been on fire, man. Not gonna lie to you, they've been on fire. Um, Harden's been doing his thing. Kawhi's back. He he just uh, had a solid game a couple nights ago. Uh, but yeah, the Clippers have been on fire. I'm pretty sure they're right now. If I'm not mistaken, they're one in the West. Let me check. Western Conference. Oh, they're one over the Wolves? No way. The Wolves have lost. No, no, like... no, 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 no. Scratch that. They're fourth. They're fourth. I don't know where I got one from. I don't I know where I got the one Wolves have the best record in the league. Yeah, they're fourth in the West right now. They're fourth in the West. But no. Nah. Uh, what's your thoughts on what's your thoughts, man? What's your thoughts? Hey man, I'm actually really proud of that team, man. Like I obviously, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's the obvious. Like you have four Hall of Famers, this is what you should be doing. But like the fashion in which they're doing it, man, is very respectable. I like I like what this team is doing right now. You know, like a lot of people were, you know, they were hating on Harden. There was a lot of hate for Harden. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the way with with him moving so many teams in the past like four or five years. So like yeah. I, I, you know, what I'm saying I get it. It's some of it is warranted. You know what I'm saying? He's been going to different teams, poor play in the playoffs, like understandable. But man, I'm I'm just glad that you know all these players are are being able to work it out. And they've been on a tear, man. That's what I like to see, honestly. Especially with a lot of these players coming back from big injuries, like Paul George, Kawhi. You know what I'm saying? They're still coming back and performing. It's nice to see. And honestly, I like to see them in the, the finals or Western Conference finals. It'd be nice. Yeah. Currently, currently the Clippers are on a four-game win streak. Uh, they won eight of their last ten. One of the hottest teams in the league. But yeah, man. Uh, and then they play tonight against the Pelicans, which that's probably going to be a win. It's going to be a great game, uh, though. It's going to be a great game, but I, I feel like the Clippers are going to end up winning that one. But yeah, back to what Quango was saying. Uh, yeah, the Clippers have been doing really solid this year. Um, they've exceeded my expectations for sure. Um, when that trade first happened and Harden was, you know, stinking it up on the court, Facts. I was smiling a little bit. I was smiling a little bit. I was hating. I was. I was. But it's good to find. <laughs> It's good to find that it's good to find that Harden's at a place where you know he could be comfortable and play play his game his way. I guess if that makes sense. But at the same time, though, I, mean, I will say that this team is not going to be measured about what they do in the regular season, but it's really going to be measured about what they do in the playoffs. Every team that Harden's gotten on or played on, they've always had regular season success. It's the playoffs where you start to see those cracks and those little fragments happen yes, with the fact. teams. And where you really start to see whether this team is going to be able to gel together or really, like, not be able to. So, regular season is cool and all. Uh, you know, they're going to make the playoffs for sure. But it's going to be interesting to see what this team does against other teams in the playoffs, such as the Nuggets or the Thunder or the Wolves. Because that's when we're really going to see if Harden is really bought into this, you know, his system and bought into how the Clippers are really trying to do things. Especially considering the fact that the Clippers haven't gone to a conference finals. I don't even think they've gone to a conference finals in franchise history. I don't think they've gone to a conference finals at all. I think they did with with uh, Chris Paul. And um, No, they didn't. 
they didn't go to the conference finals. They lost in the second round with Doc. Yes. Wow. Wow. They, wow. Clippers never go. Hold on. I can search this up. I'm pretty sure the Clippers have never gone to a conference finals. You might be right, but I'd be surprised. I thought they had went with Chris Paul and uh, uh, that, that, um, dang, who they play, though? I'm trying to think. Yeah, they, you're, you're probably right. I'm not going to lie. But dang, that's rough. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. They went to the conference finals in 2021 against, uh, they went against Phoenix. Oh, yeah, they did. Forgot about that, man. Yeah. That was when that was uh, actually, Kawhi got injured yeah. and Paul George had, yeah, a, yeah, had yeah. a good that's run. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. But yeah, for a team that's only gone to a conference finals once, obviously the Clippers are, are trying to get up there and get a title, especially in a city where, let's be honest, you're not going to LA to watch the Clippers. You're going there to watch the Lakers. So they're trying to, you know, trying to make their name more, you know, known and everything. So it's really going to be interesting to see what they do in the playoffs, considering the fact that the Lakers, yet again, are seeming to have another down season with another possibility of firing another head coach with Darvin Ham. Which. I don't know. I feel like the Lakers, the, the their problems right now are not that crazy. Like this team, I think, can get back on track. I think a little, they, I think they have a little bit more space with the Warriors than the Warriors because, like, while they are having the same issue with coaching, I think there's not a question about, like, if the players want to be there. Now now it looks like, you know, a lot of players in the Warriors like don't want to be there. Like, even from the way Clay talked yesterday, it's like, I, I know he wants to be with them, but, like, does he really want to be there? Because I don't think you yeah. can make that. Like, once you start underperforming, like, I feel like that was kind of like a little bit of a cop-out where he's yeah, now Clay, saying, like, I'm in supposed the... To get an extension? Wasn't Clay supposed to get an extension this summer, too? Yeah, I feel like he's copping out, man, with the with the all all the man. I'm in this last chapter of my career. I gotta enjoy. Like, yeah, you did win everything and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But like, you're only saying that because you're not hooping right now, bro. If you weren't hooping, you wouldn't be saying. Yeah, you wouldn't be saying that. I get what you mean. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it just sounds like a lot of the Warriors players are like giving up right now, from what I'm hearing. And yeah, yeah, because he just signed a four year contract uh, last summer. Yeah, and it's like, come on, like, yeah. help this man Curry out. Like, he's still giving it his all. Like, he's not playing as good as he wants to be, but that's because teams, like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's pretty easy to shut down Curry if that's what you're going to – if you're going to allocate all your players to shutting down Curry because you know his teammates aren't on. He doesn't have Draymond. Clay's not hitting. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, no one else is going to come and win this game. I saw something on Twitter that said, like, you think Clay Thompson? Somebody said, I don't know if they're joking or being serious. They said Clay Thompson definitely could have won a title without Curry. I mean, almost spit out my drink, man. I was like, I think Clay could have won on another team, but not four chips. I'll no, tell you no, that. no, 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 no. Yeah, as a role player for sure. But if Clay was the star player on the team, oh no, Clay's way. not. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was saying. Like, oh no, no, way. no, absolutely not. They're gonna have the game plan for Clay figured out after year one. Curry could have had a, could have won on another team without sure. Clay. I say that for sure, for sure. I'm waiting for the day that Curry says that he's requesting the uh, a free agent, uh, a trade. That's never agent. happening. I'm not gonna lie. Here's the thing: Stephen Curry apparently has Barton. He made like the 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 Warriors franchise like billions, billions of dollars in revenue. There's of absolutely of zero way he was not retiring as a as a Warrior and also getting his jersey. No Brian, let's be real. Let's be real. Brian brought in so much revenue to Cleveland. He played for Cleveland. Yep. He left Cleveland. 
he came back, but he left. Fair enough. You know, maybe if he gets like a little bit older, I, possibly. But I can't ever see Stephen Curry like on another team. That's not. I can. I can at one point, I couldn't have seen KD on another team. I've seen KD leave three times. Yeah, so, fair enough. Yeah, but round up the show, man. Because I'm not gonna lie, we, we had like. An overabundance of topics. We definitely will say something for next episode. Though. Oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho. One more thing oh, I say. Ahead, one more thing we go should ahead. add in is Shay. I just wanna I just wanna say it, man. Apologies oh, to my apologies to my apologies. man Aiden, man. And shout out Aiden. You know what I'm saying? I, I have I gotta let the apology be as loud as a disrespect, man. Earlier in the season I said that I thought the Thunder would struggle to make the play in, man. I couldn't have been more wrong. I thought the Spurs were going to to make the play in, and honestly, I still believe they were there. There, they were talented enough, but I think I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think the pieces are meshing together, and I don't think Zach Collins. You can't have him in a Spurs starting lineup that you want to make the play. Like <laughs> the like in terms of guards, I like. I basically basically I like everyone except for Sohan and um. Sohan and, and, and Zach Collins. Yeah, that's not going to work. And, you know, the the rest of the – everyone off the bench, like there's not anyone who you're going to be like, yeah, let me call him off the bench. He's about to turn up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? He can give me like 15 you're off call, the bench you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna Seti Osman. Gonna call Yakapoto <laughs> off the bench. Hey, go ahead and get some runs. Yakapoto's on the Raptors, but I get I get the sentiment, brother. I get the sentiment. Oh, yeah. he got, I thought he's on the Spurs. Nah, he's been on the Raptors since like oh, last tripping. season. But, oh, but nonetheless, though, yeah. Man, I'm, I'm gonna apologize. I was not familiar with Shay's game. I didn't know that. She, like his Shay's game is like maturing so crazy right now. Like I saw a stat apparently on like turnaround on no on post up play, he is averaging like nearly eighty two percent field goal. So he's basically unstoppable. And that's it's crazy. That's credit, that's credit to Chris Paul though, because Chris Paul really when he came to OKC when Shay was there, took Shay under his wing and he he taught him the ropes and. Helps him get better as a player, more confident. So yeah, that's props to CP3 with and that. And another thing I I might want to say about Shea that may may be controversial. I feel like let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Like he's a very great player, but the calls for MVP and saying he's over certain players is kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Let's not forget. Okay. Let's not forget what this man did last year in the play. Absolutely embarrassing. He got locked. And I think I'm pretty sure it was by his cousin as well. It was crazy. Like, imagine, imagine you average 30 all season, two steals, and then your cousin, who I did not even know before that game, never heard of, comes onto the floor and locks you up to get you, to kick you out of the playoffs. Thunder fan who are calling for Shea to be MVP and saying that he's top three in the league over Steph, over so many good players, Luca. No, yeah, that wasn't stretch. That's that absolutely stretch. shameless. That's all I have to say. But I will say I was not familiar with this game. He's still really good. He's definitely minimum I will, top Shea's 10. definitely an all-star. Shea's definitely going to be all, all he, NBA. He should be all first-team all-NBA or second-team at least. Minimum yeah, first, first minimum second-team in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I think uh, he should be yeah. first-team from with but the way he's Saying that he's better than Steph Edwards, yeah. Uh, well, he's definitely you know. better than Edwards. I'm not gonna lie. Respectfully, he's better than Ant. He's respected. I will say Ant, it's kind of hard to argue when Ant has a better record, but he also has a better team. But I would think I think I would take Shea over Ant. Yeah. But uh, yeah. um, yeah, like I said, but that's why I say fan voting and stuff like that because Halliburton was the number one guard in the East. And that's fair. 
No, I know, I know that's fair. But I'm saying that with fan oh. voting, you got people, you got some people, man. Like, um, it's like crazy. Like they'll just, like I said, Zaza. They had Zaza voting the All Star game a couple years ago. Nah, the, the trolls do that all the time. They try to get like some Caruso, random player. Caruso, Taco Fallen, like it, nah, Taco know. Fall is crazy. But um, yeah, but back to the whole thing with Shea. Shea's a solid player. MVP, I don't know. Over Luca, I don't. I I I don't. I don't see that. I don't see that. I don't see that. Luca's Luca's been great this year, and to have him in the ladder I, over Luca is is that's crazy. Or even in bead, man. Or even in bead. I I I know Shea's doing. You know what I'm saying? He's doing great for his team right now. But like. I don't think anyone expected to be the, you know, even though, you know, I've been complaining about, you know, certain things with this game that I can't respect, but hey, no one expected him you. to come and play like he's doing this season. Thank and you. no one expected thank the Sixers you. to come and thank like you. Be a, no one still be a top no one, five seed. In the no East. one expected that. I didn't even expect that this season. A lot of course. people expected it for this to be like one of those seasons where like, you know, no one was expecting y'all to not meet the playoffs or play in. But like then, people were expecting y'all to be like an eight, like seven, six seed, nothing too crazy. Bongo, didn't I say before the season that the Sixers? I said, I said tickets gonna be mad cheap this year. Yeah. Didn't I say that? Didn't I say I that? Definitely did. I said tickets gonna be mad cheap. No one expected Ubre on the floor. We're eighteen and four. We're thirteen and four at home. We, you know, our team has solid depth, solid starting lineup. Maxi's coming into his own. I mean, like, come on, like, no one expected this. And Embiid is playing out of his mind. Yeah, you gotta respect it, man. Even if you're not a Sixers fan, you gotta respect. You it. You have to. You have to. So to say that that dude is better, that Shea is better than what Embiid's doing right now, tripping. What he's doing is better than what Jokic is doing, tripping, tripping, tripping. Yeah. I feel like it's just recently rise because the, the same people were not saying this two weeks ago. Let's be honest. Y'all were not saying this about Shea two weeks ago. It's definitely recency bias as well. But yeah, yeah, I give him his props still. But I've got big people but trying yeah. to, you know what I'm saying, jump the gun a bit. Yeah, like chill, man, chill. Y'all not, y'all not even number one in your conference. Like, chill out, chill out. <laughs> but back, but um, but final thing, final thing with this episode, man. Final thing with this episode. Uh, national championship on Monday. Michigan against Washington. JJ McCarthy against Michael Penix Jr. Firstly, I want to say, please, JJ McCarthy, please listen. I like Phoenix a lot, man. It would be great to see him win. But I need this man to lose to make that stock go down. I need a generationally horrible game so my Saints can pick him up. I need I need this man to 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 walk on the field and defecate. Yeah, That's four what picks, I need. Four picks. You need four picks. Seven picks. Seven two, picks, 50 yards. Two fumbles. 19 total <laughs> yards. I need a horrible game. And honestly, I would actually like to see Michigan win, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? They've been some serious underdogs. A lot of people talk, thought thought Bama was were gonna wipe the floor with them, man. They held their own, ended up winning against man, Bama. I, I'm not gonna lie, I was kinda sick. No, Bama lost that game on their own, man. That that game made me sick. That game made me sick. Yeah, but Alan, in my opinion, I think Bama should have won that game if it wasn't for that play call. You know, you know what I mean? It wasn't a horrible play call, but fourth and goal QB sneak. Y'all been doing y'all been y'all been doing QB runs all drive. Like, come on. Yeah, nah. After after looking at the clip though, like they probably should have scored that. But I I would have I thought I would have thought it would have been better to throw the ball right there. Honestly, like even if well, you definitely. do have game on the line, like I would have took that chance with the with a throw. Yeah, 
know what I'm saying? But, but um, yeah, yeah so I would like to see. Michigan? I would like to realistically. I think Washington has, is going to get the dub. You know what I'm saying? But I would like to see Michigan win. You know what I'm saying? They're underdogs. As much as I want to say that Washington's going to win this game, and I want Washington to win this game, I I don't know, man. Because Corm at Michigan, nice. Been one of the best running backs, best running backs in the college football all season. McCarthy, he's nice too. Michigan's defense, it's crazy nice. Nah, Corm is a guy, bro. Sure, yes. he's nice. Michigan's defense, it's crazy nice. Washington allowed 35 or 31 points to be scored by uh, Texas in their semifinal game last last week on New Year's Day. Michigan's defense only allowed 24 points from Alabama. Yep, and it's Bama, man. I I mean, I, I, I don't see Washington winning this. I don't see Washington winning this. Another thing, though, in Washington's defense, though, their offense is pretty dynamic. So, like, they definitely do have an opportunity to come out and win that game, especially. Oh, oh. Raptors are ramping up trade talks surrounding star forward Pascal Siakam with the Western Conference playoff contender emerging as a serious suitor. It's the Lakers, isn't it? I know it is because they need them. They need that scoring. It's the Lakers. It's 100% the Lakers. I know it is. Lakers, a Western Conference contender, bro. You're not slick. We know that's you, Bron. I know that's you. I know that's you. I know my glorious king when I hear him, man. <laughs> that's Bron Bron. They said it's the Warriors. <laughs> you serious? It, they, said the they said it's either the Warriors or the Lakers. I can't, bro. If the Lakers... No, 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 no. If the Warriors continue to get the best talent next to Steph, I can't keep doing it, man. I can't keep doing it, man. I can't keep doing it. Nah, please, please, please. Y'all about to end up having Devontae Murray and Draymond as y'all got deadline pieces instead of having. Hey, Devontae Murray is not a bad pick. I really like him as a player. Like, even when one thing I like about Devontae Murray is when he's not scoring, he still plays hard. Like, he's still going to, you know, he's still going to play defense, rebound, and assist. Like, I like players like that, man. Like, even if the shot's not falling for you, man, like, just get on the floor and play hard. That's why I don't like some of the other players on the, you know, the Lakers, like Christian Wood. But, yeah. But I got, but, um, I got the, I think I got uh, Michigan taking this one home. I got Michigan winning. It's going to be a close game, though. Phoenix is going to go off for sure. Um, I also do want – I want Phoenix to have a good game, but I need the Saints to go ahead and pick them up for obvious reasons. Uh, we need another quarterback. But, um, yeah, that's look, what I'm hoping for. Look, next season, I know we're going to play car. We spend a lot of money. But, look, say we get Phoenix, which is a long shot in the first place. Say Derek Carr goes down, who's to say I won't be in the house rubbing my hands like Birdman? Who's to say? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, come on. Come on. Oh, no. Carr's out with the ACL. Oh, oh no. Carr. Oh, no. Now we got to play Michael Phoenix. No. Darn, our season. Nah, for uh, real. <laughs> uh, hey, take him out. saying, though. But um, yeah, man. But that's gonna do it with this episode of the Young Bulls podcast. Uh, we we got through a lot. 
this one, this one of our yeah, this one of our best episodes. We got through a lot today. Obviously, we're gonna get you another episode next week. We're gonna be back in the studio for sure. next week for sure. We're gonna be back in the studio for sure. Um, but yeah, we're gonna get you guys another episode next week. Uh, Quinley, want anything you want to say about LeBron or what the Lakers need to do to get Pascal? Any final words, man? All I gotta say is, Brian. I think the Lakers play tonight. Bring it tonight, man. After the after the after the game a, a night ago, man, it wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it was like definitely far under LeBron standards. And I felt like that Heat was team was a very winnable game. Jimmy out, you know what I'm saying he got win that game, but not much, man. Hope y'all enjoyed the episode, man. It was fun making uh, it. On me, last words, uh, go Saints, man. Take care of business Sunday, oh, man. Oh yeah, uh, Bryce, Bryce Young, Come on. who on that? Show. Bryce Young, 400 yards, four tutties on Sunday, please. No, please. I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. Um, I, never, I need this I man, never, I need this man, Bryce Young, to play like he's in the Saints jersey. I need you to play like you're Cam Newton. I need you to play like you're prime Cam Newton, bro. I need you to start going off. I man. need him to uh, activate, man. This better be his yeah. best game of the season. Yes. And a meaning in a meaningless week 18 contest. I, I need this from you, man. Uh, Justin Fields, please. My king, go off, man. Uh, Kyler Murray. <laughs> Kyler Murray, go off, too, man. Hey, nah, that's too funny. Well, look, the next time, we, next time we do an episode, I want <laughs> us to be talking. I want, I want us to be saying how the Saints made the playoffs and we beat the odds. That's that's what I want us to be saying next time we do an episode. Uh, but, yeah, that's the, that's what I got to say. But, um, as always, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening to the episode. And we'll catch you guys next week. You guys have a good weekend. Sorry, Peace. Nice season, Peace. Peace. For real. It was a solid up, man. <laughs>